Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to The Morning Briefing on Entercom Radio's ConnectingVets.com. Connecting Vets every day is our slogan, and you know what? It's what we do. And you know why we do it? It's because each and every member of our team knows what it's like to have served in uniform and knows what it's like to have taken that uniform off for the last time. Look at me and Jake, the producer of the show. 13 years in the Navy for me, 13 years in the Army for Jake. Both E6s put us together. We're a 26-year E12, which means we essentially run the entire United States military, right? Of course. I digress. Our team of veterans is doing what they can, working tirelessly every day to get the content up on that website that will educate, that will inform, and that may even entertain you, our audience, the veteran and veteran-adjacent communities. So follow us on ConnectingVets.com and also follow us on social media. We are at ConnectingVets on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. One little click of your mouse or tap on your phone and you will be living your best veteran life. Our next guests are representing the American Legion. We have the American Legion on every week, every Wednesday. And we've had Matt Schumann on the show several times before. And today, one more of those. Good morning, Matt. How are you doing today? Splendid, sir. Good morning to you. You're not wearing a bow tie, which anyone who's listened before knows is (laughs) upsetting to me. Congress is in recess, therefore I can not wear a tie. You don't have to wear a bow tie. Okay, so now we have the reasoning behind that. Let's move on because our next guest is a very special legionnaire. His name is Alan Powell, goes by the name AP. He's out in Arizona and runs an organization called Heropreneur that's doing some amazing things to help veteran entrepreneurs and joins us on the show for the first time. So AP, good morning. How are you today? Good morning. Good morning to you and Matthew, Mr. Schumann. Of course, and of course, you're just as surprised that he's not wearing a bow tie right now, too, aren't you? I mean, I figured yeah. he sleeps in the things. Well, he just got through doing some PT, so that's probably why. Yes, yes, PT was definitely the reason for the bow tie. So AP, of course, member of the American Legion, a veteran of the military. Give us the Cliff's Notes of your military service, you know, where you're from, when you joined, and what you did while you were serving. Uh, I'm originally from Louisville, Kentucky. I served in uh, Desert Storm. I actually went over and deployed from Fort Benning, Georgia. I was with the 533rd Trans attached to the 1st and 12th Cav, and I actually stayed in the military approximately three years, and I also played a little all-army basketball while I was in the military. Ah, there you go. That's always one of those interesting things to hear. Like, I knew people who played for the Navy baseball team for a year. They just got to go play baseball for a year while they were serving in uniform. So what was the experience of playing basketball for the Army like for you, AP? I think it was, I mean, it was very competitive. You have some of the best athletes in the world that join the military. I mean, I guess you've seen over uh, over history a lot of guys on the Olympics, Olympic teams in boxing, but basketball has some great players also. And, I mean, it was very competitive, and uh, it's, a, it's a great sport. Uh, it actually paid my way through college, and so I got to play a little bit in the military, which was I got to play with some, some great athletes that probably played a little college ball and played semi-pro ball, and they all joined the military for different reasons to serve the country. Of course, you serve in the Army for three years, you play a little basketball, you get out. What do you remember about that point of time in life, when you go from being, you know, 
regular member of the Army to veteran of the Army. What was that time like for you, AP? I'll tell you, uh, for me, it's it's changed dramatically. Uh, I heard all the stories, but I think now that uh, patriotism is a priority. When I exited the military, I don't think there was uh, as many opportunities as there is to now for veterans. You have organizations like the American Legion and who advocate to make sure that veterans get everything they need to get. Uh, but I just think it's definitely at an all-time high about patriotism and actually uh, giving back to those who serve their country. And what was your career path like after you exited the Army? What was it that you did, and how did you find your way to getting where you are today? I actually found my way. I actually uh, started off uh, when I exited the military. I couldn't. I applied to be a firefighter and a police officer, and they had a hiring freeze. So I actually got into the sports management business. I worked for a gentleman out of Cincinnati, and we actually built a pretty dominant sports sports agency representing professional athletes. And then from there, I actually found my way to uh, Los Angeles, California, and I was a the senior vice president of a company called The Firm at the time. We managed about 80% of Hollywood. Uh, most of your A-list stars, and from there I actually went into the hip-hop business, and I actually had a big partnership and label deal with Universal Records and did one of the premier deals in the history of the South. And then from there I actually got out and started being more of an entrepreneur. And, of course, entrepreneurship is what Heropreneur is all about. You're an entrepreneur yourself. Tell me, where did the idea for Heropreneur came from, and give us a little background on what it is that the organization aims to do. Well, I think one of the things we wanted to do, and after long conversations with people in the military, I think one of the things we wanted to do is make sure when veterans, when a, a military guy was exiting the military, we extended opportunities for him to either start his own company or his own business. A lot of times, uh, people don't feel like they have access to opportunities, so we wanted to figure out a way to create a model to help guys have that. So, uh, Heropreneur is actually about entrepreneurship, employment, and education. And it's powered by uh, an organization that we created called Herozona, which is our mission statement is empowering America's veterans through entrepreneurship, employment, and education. And how exactly do you do that? I mean, when you hear people use the word empower, that's, that's a great word, but it can mean a lot of different things. So how exactly does Heropreneur go about empowering those veterans to be successful entrepreneurs? So we have several different programs. One of the things we actually, we, we're bringing in some keynote speakers this year. We're actually bringing in Damon John who is a keynote speaker, and I, I don't know if you're familiar with Damon, but he actually cares a lot about the troops, and he's actually signed on, and he is uh, one of the members of Shark Tank, uh, one of the faces of Shark Tank, and he is the people shark, so he's actually going to come in and speak to our vets about how they start their own company. We've also partnered with VetFriend, which is a subsidiary of IFA, and they offer about 650 franchises to veterans, and they're actually going to come in and show veterans how to start their own, how, to, how maybe to start a franchise, and actually walk them through workshops. And then we have the education piece where we'll be showing uh, veterans all the tools and things that they need and how they can sharpen their skills on the education side. And we've got partnerships from ASU, Arizona State University, University of Phoenix, uh, pretty much all your major universities in the state of Arizona uh, are actually stepping up to help us with that to do workshops. We're speaking with Alan A.P. Powell from the American Legion, as well as Matt Schumann from the Legion. And Matt, you know, when we talk about success for veterans and entrepreneurship, you work on the legislative side, but uh, success isn't something that you can legislate into being. Right. It takes people like A.P. and organizations like Herozona and Heropreneur to help them out. How important do you think what A.P. is doing for the veteran community? You know, I, I think it speaks volumes. There are you know, two million members of the American Legion uh, and when you find out about Legionnaires like this that are doing epic and awesome things, we have to share that. Um, 
you're absolutely right. We can't legislate success. We can legislate tools for success, right? We can create the transition assistance program and, and bring people like Damon John in to speak and be able to teach them. But when you see other veterans, you know, stepping up and doing things for their brothers and sisters in arms and, and creating Heropreneur and putting their own financial resources and their own network to that, that speaks volumes. So I, I think Heropreneur uh, and, and similar programs are doing the right thing and just trying to, you know, fill the, fill the crevices to make sure that veterans uh, transition and are very successful. When veterans own businesses, they are a lot more productive and a lot more successful. We need to get more of them. AP, when you think about the fact that you've had so much success, your career in Hollywood, your career in music, uh, your career afterwards as an entrepreneur as well, what was it that made you want to do this? What was it that made you decide we need to help veteran entrepreneurs specifically? Because, I, I mean, I live in Arizona, and we approximately have a, probably about 640,000 vets are in our state. Uh, during peak season, we have probably a million. We have five military installations. And we have a program here that's pretty unique called SkillBridge, which uh, Matt is familiar with. And it kind of got me excited because it's one of the few programs in the country. If you're exiting the military, you have 180 days left. It actually uh, helps you secure a, a, a career. So instead of just getting a job, you can actually come work. If you wanted to be in radio, uh, the military would pay for you for your last 180 days, and a guy could come work for the radio station if that's where he wanted to be in broadcasting when he exited the military. And at the end of his tenure, you can either offer him a job or give him a letter of recommendation. That's one of the things that got me excited. So I actually sat down initially uh, when we was talking. It was We had a conversation between me, Senator McCain, our governor, our director of veteran services, uh, Wanda Wright, and also our mayor at the time, Mayor Greg Stanton. And we figured out Arizona is a melting pot for veterans. What can we do to create a destination for vets to want to come to Arizona? And we have all the missile defense companies in our state uh, because they do so much testing in Arizona. And we have the great weather. Uh, one of the things we've also had partnerships with the NBA. They've partnered with us to extend our opportunities to vets to come to the games. And last year we had the Arizona game with the Phoenix Suns. And it's just been a uh, well-rounded um, uh well, want a camaraderie with everybody in our state to make uh, things like this successful. And of course, when you're talking about bringing in people like Damon from Shark Tank, of course, the founder of FUBU as well, an incredibly successful individual, you talk about bringing all these things in, the Phoenix Suns, all the using uh, the connections that you've made over your career. Would you like to see more of the veterans who found the kind of success that you have uh, use those connections and those contacts that they've made to help out the veteran community? Uh, yeah, I definitely would. I mean, even like uh, this year also, we have uh, Colonel Justin Constantine, the Marine. I know you know who uh, had a major tragedy, and he was kind of put back together. He's almost, I call him the Bionic Man, and he's uh, one of our keynote speakers. But just in Arizona, a lot of times people don't know the success of veterans. Just in Arizona, we had uh, Bruce Halley, let him rest in peace. Bruce was the founder of Discount Tires. He was a Marine veteran and aviator. Uh, you had Ed Robeson, who is, owns uh, Robeson Retirement Communities, one of the largest retirement builders in the country. He's a Marine veteran. You have Bob Parsons, who lives here in Arizona, founder of GoDaddy. He's a Marine veteran. Uh, you did, you Artie Moreno, who owns the Angels, Anaheim Angels. He's a Vietnam Army veteran. I can just go on and on and on. So you hear these success stories and what's, what's great about, about all these veterans. What's great and about people that don't even that know that these guys were vets. And absolutely. these guys... Most of these guys are successful because of their career in the military. It gave them the discipline and the channels to succeed once they exit the military. And what's great about this, uh, Eric, is that AP is, 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 you know, these people are your AP's friends. And he's, it's not much leveraging to get them involved. He sits down and says, hey, this is what we're doing. And they're, they're banging on his door to get involved and help. 
um, in, in multiple ways. So this is, you know, AP is doing a phenomenal job at leveraging his network uh, to benefit veterans. And, and add to your point, we need to see more veterans uh, who are successful do exactly this. You know, and through some of my work that I've been able to do, I've been able to work with some professional athletes and things like that. And if, if they like you and you make a good connection, yeah. sometimes down the road, I've been like, hey, would you mind doing this uh, yeah. for a friend of mine who's helping out? There are a lot of people who are willing to do that when they know that they're not being taken advantage of. Do exactly. you think that's an important aspect of it, AP, when it comes to, you know, CEOs and celebrities and people like that, for them to have that trust in you? Does that make it uh, easier for you to get done what you want to get done through HeroZona, Heropreneur, and your other programs? Yes, it does. And, uh, you know, I, I, you're actually right. I think it plays a big part. But also, I think one of the key things that I don't want to overlook is the reason why people look at the American legions and you look at the different VSOs and why they're so important. They have information. I've learned so much from Matt. And I'm a veteran, and I thought I, I, thought I knew a lot. But it's a lot I didn't know. Like, I, I'm one of the few people I didn't even know that, um, and I think it's 1942, Matt can correct me if I'm wrong, they actually created the GI Bill. Uh, how many veterans know that? Did the American Legion create the original GI Bill? Yeah. Well, you were pretty close, though. 44, I think, was the year that it was created, right, yeah. Matt? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I knew that forever. I didn't totally learn that from the American Legion over the last <laughs> year. I just I just have an innate knowledge of all this stuff, of course. Yeah, but. I mean, just look at all the legislation and stuff. I mean, that's one of the things I think veterans, they have more information. Yeah. They have more education, more opportunity. They become entrepreneurs because just in Arizona, we're the 2.9%. I don't know what it is across the country at an all-time low in hiring. So the economy is booming in Arizona, but our veterans are looking to start their own companies they want to work for themselves they still need education so they know how to run a company but they need those channels and those relationships like you know you got people here in arizona jerry moisey on swift trucking jerry's going to partner with this year he wants to show veterans how they can own their own truck and be an owner operator you have navy federal credit union coming in to actually train people how to get the financing to start their own company i mean everybody's on board but we just want to make sure that veterans take advantage of and then we want to make sure student veterans have these have have access to these opportunities also so it's it's this this where we at with entrepreneurship employment and education you know there's an and bringing it back to the policy and legislation side senator jerry moran who's on the senate veteran affairs committee um had put a bill forward that uh, would create a pilot program that would allow roughly about 250 veterans into the pilot program. They could use their GI Bill funds. Instead of going to college, they could use it to expand, buy, um, or build a business. Uh, and it's particularly awesome. And, and so we're, we've been working on that piece of legislation with them, and hopefully we can get that, get that moving along. There is a legislative aspect to it, of course. I mean, yeah. you need people like AP doing what they're doing, but then you also need the VSOs like the Legion uh, willing to make it easier for organizations like Heropreneur to operate. So you can't legislate the outcome. You can't legislate the success of the individual, but there are pieces of legislation that can help assist people who are trying to assist right. the individual veterans. So it's important to look at all aspects of that. We're speaking with Alan AP Powell, an American Legionnaire from Arizona. He runs Heropreneur. We're we're also speaking to Matt Schumann from the Legion, who works on the legislative side of the House over there. And AP, another thing that Matt tells me you're involved in is actually helping provide backpacks to school children who might be struggling each year. 15,000 backpacks that the Legion is getting out there. Tell me how you became to uh, get involved with that program. We started that program with a gentleman who raised me up. He actually is uh, one of the guys that is uh, the face of the American Legion here in South Phoenix, post-65. And he actually said, AP, we need to do something for the students here in, in the programming side. So we actually started the backpack drive at 
the American Legion in, in uh, Phoenix, and it got so big we had to move it to the community college. And this year we serviced 15,000. The Legion, we were servicing about 7,000. And this year we also added college readiness workshops with ASU and Maricopa Community Colleges, which is one of the largest community college systems in the country. And we're did, we started doing college readiness with veterans helping out, doing college readiness for, uh, high, I mean, for 7th and 8th graders getting them ready for college early. And it's one of those things that I think, you know, as the parent of a son who's about to start kindergarten, I, my family hasn't had to think about, so I haven't had to think about it too much, but there are children out there who are struggling, don't have, you know, in cold weather climates, don't have a jacket to go to school, don't have a book bag to bring their, their school supplies to school in. Uh, there are many veterans who find success afterwards. There are veterans who struggle as well. I mean, this is a problem that's going to affect veteran families, non-veteran families, but it's great to hear about veterans getting involved in it. And if people are wondering uh, if there's something in their neck of the woods or wanting to start something like that, how would you recommend they go about doing that, AP? I think, I mean, uh, the first thing is I guess your heart has to be in the right place. And if your heart's in the right place, I just think you find people who think like you. Initially with me, I found people who thought like I did. And I got a bunch of veterans, and we all kind of put our heads together. And I said I would put some skin in the game. And sometimes it doesn't have to be money. It can be sweat equity. And you get some people that really want to make something work, you can you can have a finished product pretty quick. So for us, it really went well because I had a bunch of veteran participation. They all showed up, and the vets felt good about giving back to the community. And, you know, so one of the programs that we actually had, and I don't know if Matt mentioned to you that really got all this started, we have a program in Arizona that we created called Veterans Reach to Teach. Veterans who served our country now serve our classrooms. So what we would do is we would take veterans and try to put them in a classroom because they had a compelling story for our youth, So especially not- our inner city youth. So actually working as teachers or just going yeah. in as guest speakers in the classroom? Going in as a substitute teachers and sometimes turns into full-time. But we just thought that since they took a lot of civics out of a lot of schools, uh, we just thought this would be a real compelling story. And we had support from um, uh, the education systems, and they actually supported it. And our governor, we had about a void of about 1,500 vacancies. So we thought this was a way to fill the vacancies, putting veterans in the classroom. You know, I, I, when I was in school, I graduated high school in the, in the late 90s. Uh, I don't think it's changed much. Uh, there's not a lot of talk about the modern veteran and modern warfare and all that stuff in history classes, unless you're in some advanced classes. Oftentimes, you're repeating uh, the revolution and the Civil War, maybe getting up to the 20th century. So uh, that seems like it would be a, a good idea to have veterans to be able in the cl- to be in the classrooms and talk about their experiences firsthand to students that may not be hearing too much about us. Is that a worry of yours, that, that students these days and young people these days uh, don't don't hear too much from veterans directly i think i think it is they don't hear too much from veterans but i think now the respect for veterans hit i mean it's on an all-time high but i think a lot of times people just say oh i served my country or he served his country or he was a veteran but i think now being a veteran really means a lot to the community because you're seeing so many veterans get out in the community i mean just like this is a, a special year uh, a lot of people don't know this. This is the 100th year anniversary of Veterans Day and the 100th year uh, anniversary of the American Legion. Right. It's, a, it's an important year historically and one that I don't think enough people know about. So anything that we can do to educate them and inform them is fantastic. Also fantastic, the work that Alan A.P. Powell is doing out in the great state of Arizona for the veterans out there. A.P., is there any way or any plan to have the program like Heropreneur expand to other states, whether it's in the southwest region or nationwide, or, or are there too many barricades keeping you from being able to do that? 
no, we actually, that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to create Heropreneur, and we're actually going to move it around the country. Actually, uh, we talked to Matthew about this. We had to think about doing one in D.C., uh, maybe at the next year. Uh, this will be the second year of this one, but think about coming to D.C. And if anybody wants to see what a Heropreneur uh, is all about, they can go to either Herozona.com, H-E-R-O-Z-O-N-A.com, or Heropreneur, which is somewhat hard to spell sometimes, but it's H E R O. P R E N E U R dot com, but we just, we just kept the herozona dot com because it's easy for people to access. Well, there you go, and people can reach out directly to the good folks at Herozona and Heropreneur to find out more about those programs. And AP, if they're interested in you know trying to get you guys to come to town where they are, let's say they're up in I don't know Minneapolis or Los Angeles or someplace, and they want Heropreneur to come there, is that something you'd be interested in hearing from the uh, the people out there? We'd love to hear from them. I mean, one thing we we don't we this the one thing we've learned when we put this put this um, content together, uh, it's it can be exercised by anybody. I mean, it, the whole goal is is make sure how many, we reach any veteran is, that needs help. And if it's in Minnesota, if it's in Louisville, Kentucky, if it's in California, we welcome with open arms anybody who wants to activate this content in our state. Well, there you go. Now, Matt Schumann, it is a quiet time legislatively in Washington, D.C., and as we finish up here in our last couple of minutes, uh, when Congress starts doing a little bit more work, when they all get back here, when they're doing their thing, what are some things that veterans should be keeping on their radar in the near future on the congressional level? Yeah, well, you know, what's really interesting is the House Veteran Affairs Committee um, just created the IT uh, subcommittee, which is pretty great, and it's a step in the right direction towards the 21st century. Um I'm not one to say that the House of Representatives is always at the <laughs> at the cusp of technology, um, but in terms of of the VA really getting into the space of the electronic health record, uh, that committee is going to start having some sort of um, oversight and, and investigation into how the process is going. Um, shifting to the Senate, there's a couple of confirmations that they still need to get on underway. You know, improve, approving the Assistant Secretary for the Department of Labor Vets, which is the Department uh, of Labor's office who focuses on Veterans Employment and Training Services. Um, also, you know, a big thing is Blue Water Navy. There's there's this bill that was just moved through the House, and the Senate had a hearing on it, and it's really for those veterans who um, were on naval vessels more than 12 miles off the coast of Vietnam who were exposed to Agent Orange. Um, and so hopefully we can get that bill through. That's really important to the American Legion um, and to, and to you know, thousands of veterans who have been impacted by this and their families, right? I mean, this right. stuff is, you know, genetically passed on. Um, it, it's not great. So those are some of the things that we're focusing on. Of course, it's still election season. Uh, Congress will be focused on that. Uh, but we are here to hold them accountable and make sure that they vote and do the right thing for veterans every single day. It's an interesting, going to be an interesting election season and particularly interesting for those watching the veterans running for office out there. Right. We've had people like Ken Harbaugh, Dan Crenshaw. There's an example of a Democrat and a Republican yeah. in two different states. There are a lot of veterans running for office out there, uh, many of whom are kind of positing themselves as a moderate solution to right. the uh, craziness that seems to be happening in well, politics these days. It's, it's, let me just tell like, from the bottom of my heart, my heart smiles when I hear of a of a veteran running for Congress, um, even if they're in a different political party than me personally, I love it. And I love it so much because Congress is, has such a low percentage of members of Congress who are veterans. Yeah. Um, let's get it back up. Let's get those numbers boosting out. Right. You know, it, we saw this after World War One, World War Two, right? It, Congress boosts oh, it afterwards. Seventies at some. And point so let's get it back there. Let's 
when Congress is actually voting on, you know, like President signed the NDAA yesterday, right? Increases pay for troops. When when Congress is thinking about and, and working on legislation like that, it should be veterans at the table. It makes yeah. sense, Eric. Yep. And when you're talking about authorizing uh, military actions, yeah. Uh, when I think of people like Ken Harbaugh and Dan Crenshaw, again, right. just to use two examples on different parties, uh, there's nobody I'd rather have making decisions right. than those two gentlemen. You look at somebody like right. Congressman Brian Mass of Florida, right? Yep. Double amputee. Uh, just all around, you know, bad, bad guy, right? He is awesome. No, no, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's, he's a good a, guy. He's a, he's there, a, well, there's another word I want to say. Man. There's another word <laughs> yeah, I want to say that follows the word bad, good but guy, it's, we're bad on the radio. Man. We're on the radio. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you look at like, I want that guy talking about tanks. I want that guy talking about the the, the armor that our troops are going to yeah. wear down seas or you know, down range. I want that guy, you know, talking about, you know, we don't deserve a 2% raise. We deserve a 4% raise. And, and I want that guy talking to Congress. Oh, whichever part Look at that, Matt. We, we know veterans are nonpartisan. And Matt, you know, you're, you're Arizona and Matt, I don't know if Matt, you knew that, but Matt is from Scottsdale, Arizona. But we have uh, some. We have two uh, Congress, Congress, a Congresswoman and a Congressman that actually have been very supportive of what we do for veterans in our state. And that's Congresswoman Martha McSally, who was an Air Force fighter pilot, and and the Congresswoman, I mean Congressman Ruben Gallego, who's a Marine combat veteran. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you got these guys doing great work all over the place. You do, and no matter which party you uh, personally prefer, get out there and vote. And Absolutely. if there's a veteran out there who you believe in, then definitely, you know, put your voice behind right. them. You've been uh, listening to our segment with the American Legion here on the Morning Briefing. We've been joined by Matt Schumann and Alan AP Powell. Matt and especially AP, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. And more importantly, I appreciate the great work that you're doing out there with Heropreneur in Arizona. Well, let everybody know if they want to come out to Arizona, if you're a veteran and you're coming out for our conference, uh, our good friends at Marriott made rooms $99 a night during peak season for you to attend, attend uh, Arizona conference, Heropreneur conference. Hey, when, when is that again, AP? What's the dates? That is November, um, November 14th to the 16th. Perfect. Right, so right after yeah. uh, right after Veterans Day. That's right. That's there right. you go. If anybody wants to come out, come on out, enjoy the weather. It'll be about 80 degrees. Yeah, bring your sunscreen. <laughs> Even in November in Arizona, always bring sunscreen. All right, gentlemen, <laughs> thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great one. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 